0: Like I really want to equip the people in front of me to realize and start to live out like the power that's always been within them. And I do that in a business context. I am more of a strategist, but there's so many byproducts of of coaching and working with people and really like helping them realize the power
1: that's always been within them. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. This is the Online Creator Podcast, episode 46. And today, I get to speak with Ashton. She is the founder and CEO of The Awakening, a business coaching and education platform that has served hundreds of women worldwide since its inception in 2019. Ashton is a sixth-generation entrepreneur with a passion for awakening women to their power so they can live fulfilling lives and build lasting legacies. After graduating with a bachelor's in business and men, From North Carolina State University in 2016, she began her career as a lifestyle blogger and expanded into a print publication that fostered authenticity in women all over the world. Over time, she discovered her passion for helping women reverse engineer their big ideas into actionable strategies, structure for profit, and design their businesses around their desired lifestyles was her calling. In today's conversation, we dive into how she has created her own podcast, The Legacy Creator, and why she chose audio as a platform to share her voice. And we dig into business, like what her mission is and why it's so important for her to help women create a freedom-based business and lifestyle that is aligned and deeply impactful and legacy-driven. So where does that entrepreneurial spirit come from? And what does intentional design and business even look like? And when do you know you're ready to grow or should you grow in your business? When do you get outside of your comfort zone and, you know, away from where you're at today? So thanks again for tuning in to today's episode and help me welcome Ashton to the show. Hi, Ashton. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I'm so excited you're here.
0: Of course, I'm pumped to be here.
1: Yes. So before we dive into all things that you do in your world, I love opening up the conversation with how have you leveraged your voice to uh, build your business and brand? And maybe it's been a bit of a journey.
0: Mm, Yeah, I love this question. And I really put some thought into this because I have not always been the person that like used my voice in my business. I actually started with writing, like my gateway to online business, being a coach, entrepreneurship, like it was writing. So as soon as I came out of college, I was working full time at an office job and did some social media management there. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start blogging just for the heck of it. Like I was very much so in that season of my life where I wanted to figure out what I was passionate about. And so kind of finding my voice, like I honestly felt like a baby, like a newborn child, like trying to find my way and like learning how to crawl. So I started my blog and that was kind of my first, you know, dip my toe experience into entrepreneurship and this whole like online business world. And it wasn't for a little while that I actually started using my voice audibly like on video, but I did start with writing and then I I think I I delved into lives on Instagram and oh my gosh, my first one I was so scared, I was so nervous. But the power of repetition, like now I love it. And I would say to when we launched our signature membership, I, I started going live over there and it was kind of like this muscle that I continued to flex. And it's so funny because, you know, 10 years ago, I never would have said, oh, I love like public speaking. I love teaching. I love like presenting. But now that I flex that muscle over and over and over again, I've seen the power it kind of the doors that it opens in terms of relationships and depth and connections and value and impact like i i can't help but like get on video teach speak so yeah that's kind of like my background and how i got here
1: i think that's so important to hear because if you don't know ashton you should absolutely go find her on instagram or wherever she lives because she's in a lot of different places. I would never have guessed that that just didn't come natural to you. So I think it's amazing and it's amazing to hear your journey because it can resonate and help others start somewhere because that's what you have to do. You have to start. And this online space is so unique and so different and we have to market ourselves in a different way. And connection is a huge part of what we do so I love that you started in, you know, your kind of comfort place of blogging and then it's kind of, you know, opened up so many other opportunities for you. And now you can't even imagine not showing up because when I see you do something live or get hop on a video, I'm like, this just seems like second nature. So uh, that's really impressive. That's really cool.
0: And I think it really is just the power of repetition and, you know, I think my, it's interesting because my dad is a very proficient speaker. So maybe like part of it is in my blood, but I think there is something very, very vulnerable about like using your audible voice and being seen on camera. Like it is very intimate. It is very vulnerable. But I also think that isn't that the power of it though, you know, like the vulnerability and the, the depth of connection that it allows for. I think that's really the thing that I was able to tap into. And that's the thing that started to motivate me as I started to see like, wow, this vulnerability, me being willing to show up in this way, um, create these intimate environments. It's really impacting people. And I started having positive feedback and people messaging about like, this really inspired me today, or it, you know, it really spoke to me, or this is the thing that made me like take this action or do this thing. And to me that's that's worth it and that's something i have found with our podcast and i'm sure we'll touch on that later but our podcast is fairly new but i love it because it allows for me it feels like such an intimate vulnerable way to connect with people in that longer format versus just quick hit reels you know
1: yes no i was gonna lean into that next so that's a perfect segue your podcast. Oh, I better make sure I get the name right Legacy Creator Podcast. So it is fairly new for you. You're a few episodes in. You touched a little bit about what you like about it. Is there anything else about the, that experience or what you've seen so far with this audio platform that you can see maybe as something that you're building towards or something that you're really enjoying versus maybe hopping on video? Is there a difference for you? How do you feel about both of them? And and what do you prefer right now?
0: Mm. So we have the podcast as an audio podcast experience. And we also repurpose and we use it as video for YouTube. So I'm all about that repurposing game. Mm -hmm. So I leverage everything we're doing on all spaces. But I will say so far, I think we're about 10 to 15. in in terms of like what we have batched and scheduled, Right now, it just feels so intimate. It feels so connected. It feels like I can bring value in such a different way, but I can also let people see me in such a different way. I think that so many of us, like, we love Instagram. We love, like, some of us love TikTok. I don't, but, you know, a lot of us, like, we love the short form content game. And for me, like, I love Instagram specifically, but I think a lot of us are burnt out on some of the kind of, inevitable side effects of short form contact content because it doesn't always provide the level of context that you want and it can just feel very surface level and like honestly one of my favorite things to do and this is in business but this is also like around the living room with my family or out to dinner with my friends like I am the person that like I will go deep like immediately I'm like let's forget about the weather like how's your heart today like I love going deep and like having meaningful conversations. And I really feel like the podcast and longer form content specifically when you can use your voice and you have that conversational tone, like it allows for that. And I think that's what I appreciate so much about it so far.
1: Yeah, you touched on a couple of things there that I just want to make sure everybody caught because there's a couple of things that you are doing and that I really do believe in the power of. So one repurposing for sure. So if you're going to hit record and you're not really sure about video, still record with video, get comfortable with it, record in it, have, you know, produce in it so that you have it all done. And even if you don't want to repurpose it yet, you still have it, right? So you don't have to go back and record those episodes. They're already done. So I love that you're doing that from the beginning. And I also love the power of showing up and doing so many episodes of yourself like so solo episodes or co-hosting with you know your coworker like I love that right and I think there's so much value and I don't think we do that enough I know I don't either I recommend that to clients and I I'm trying to get there too I'm having so much fun doing the interviews that I kind of forget that oh my gosh yes I'm running a business too and I need to do the important stuff of letting people know who I am and what I'm working on and how they can be involved in my world so Was that an easy decision for you to start your podcast that way?
0: It's funny because I always knew I would eventually have a podcast, but I did not have it on my radar at all this year. Actually, the entire reason we launched the podcast was because um, our creative director, Jordan, she came to me. She literally laid out all the facts and she presented like her case. She was like, this is why we need a podcast right now. If you have the bandwidth and capacity i just podcasting is invaluable to me and I, I again i just started but the level of connection that it allows for is huge so she was really the reason why we jumped the gun and we went ahead and started but you know this year for us i think we have just really taken the time to meet as a team when it comes to every decision every move that we're making we've really wanted to be super intentional not going through the motions, not in a reactionary state. I think that the busier that you get, the longer you're in business, the easier it is to operate from that space. And Jordan was really like my North Star. She has been in so many ways this year. And specifically with the podcast, we just we had a very intentional conversation about what are our goals with this and and why are we starting this and how should we start it? And I know that most people would encourage you to start right off the bat with guests to go ahead and like amplify your exposure and visibility. I mean, that's part of the purpose of a podcast. And I think that's incredible because I love listening to guest episodes. So it's nothing against that. But I just knew that this was a project that I didn't want to focus on growth right out the gate. I didn't want to focus on the masses. I really wanted to create something for the people that are here right now. And I know that that will propel our growth. You know, I don't have to focus on the masses. I don't have to focus on increased visibility from day one in order to create that. I really wanted for myself and our team to set the tone for the podcast and really figure out like what's our place in this community and the podcast community and where do we bring the most value and even after recording 10 to 12 episodes. I feel like we are so much clearer on what we love to record and what's most helpful and most impactful for our people. So I think it just naturally and organically happened. I think that if it was just me making that decision, I probably would have gotten my head and made a different decision. And that's where having, you know, someone else on the team be a part of that decision making was it was really helpful for me.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people miss the value of really strategically laying a foundation of whatever platform you dive into, whether it is blog writing, whether it is YouTube videos, you know, or audio, the audio platform, there has to be some kind of foundation before you start. And that's like so pivotal, pivotal to what you want to get, you know, for results out of out of the action that you're taking. So I love that you have had somebody to strategize with and to make that, you know, really make sense for where you're at in your journey. And it's not that it can't change, it absolutely can, but it's really nice to be able to start with that right footing. So I highly recommend uh, doing it that way, and I'm so looking forward to seeing where this podcast journey takes you and your business. But let's get into your business and what you do so we can get away from a little bit of the surface talking that you said, because I think you pack so much value into what you do, and your mission is to help women create a freedom-based business and lifestyle that is designed and impactful and legacy-driven. Where does that drive and entrepreneurial spirit come from? I mean, I don't come from a business background. I have a very traditional foundation. Both parents worked in a job for however many years to max out their pension. So where does, you know, when they see me diving into this world, they're just like, what? what is happening? Like, where did you get that from?
0: Oh, that's so funny. I love that. I love that, though. Mm-hmm. I love that you took your own path. And it just makes me laugh so much because when I try to explain what I do to my grandparent, like every time I see them, my husband also has his own business he's a developer. And they're like, so what do you, you know, people that don't come from this background, they just it can be like, I don't understand. Like, "Is do you have a real do you actually work? Like, do you have a real job? But I think for me, honestly, like this passion, it's so interesting because when I was in school, when I went to college, like I did go to college for business, but it was very much so because it was an open ended degree. Like it wasn't so specific that I would be boxed into something. I kind of just went because I was like, well, I, I will be one of the first in my family to go to college. And my parents wanted to give me that opportunity. But you know i really wanted to go get my degree get out get into the real world and i i just was like okay let's choose something that's generic so i went to school for a business that was great but i really didn't identify that i had this entrepreneurial spirit until i like threw myself in the fire of blogging and then pivoting multiple times in business to get to where i am you know sometimes i even sit down with my parents and they're like how did you get here like how did you get to where you know you're coaching and you're speaking and you're doing all these things like it wasn't really this conscious decision but i really do think that it is just a part of my like lineage and i owe so much of who i am and my passion and like even my skill sets to i really believe the people that have gone before me i i I'm a sixth generation entrepreneur and my dad, he ran a business for my entire life. So, you know, my sister and I, we watched him running a business and all of the trials and tribulations and joys and, you know, highs and lows that come with that and, you know, leading a team and supporting people's livelihoods. And I think that that's just really over time, it had such an impact on me. And then as I grew older, you know, like I said, my parents and and my sister and I, we love to sit around over morning coffee and like storytelling has always just been a natural part of our relationship and so i have always learned about like our you know our grandparents our great great grandparents the people in our family line and i started learning about the entrepreneurs that went before me and i think that that really rubbed off on me and then when i started the awakening specifically and i found coaching I was so scared like i remember my first live video in our membership i was like oh my gosh how am i going to talk for 30 minutes or when i signed my first client i signed them for two months and i was like there's no way i'm going to bring them value for two months like i don't know what's going to happen when i'm throwing myself in the fire and now to be like here where i am like coaching it really just lit a fire in me because i saw just the level of impact that you can have. And I just, I really believe in and I think a lot about generational impact because I see what it's done for my parents and how they have raised me and just the impact that they've had coming from absolutely nothing and building a life for themselves and passing that down to us. Like, that is my passion as an entrepreneur and as a coach. Like, I really want to equip the people in front of me to realize and start to live out like the power that's always been within them. And I do that in a business context. I am more of a strategist, but there's so many byproducts of of coaching and working with people and really like helping them realize the power that's always been within them. So I know that was long-winded, but I think that I I discovered that and that passion comes from my family.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. And seeing I've only been in the space for three years this spring. And it's crazy to see what's possible when you allow yourself the opportunity to meet and connect with others and grow as an individual in this space, because it can look different at different stages. And that's okay, too. But yeah, it's pretty exciting. I, I am like literally blown away by the people I have met and the work that I've accomplished with others. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So I'm hoping to trailblaze a little bit of a path for my kids so that they can see that opportunity as well, because we're not all designed to work that nine to five, Monday through Friday, you know, your 40, 30 or 40 years to cap out on your pension. Like that doesn't have to look like that. It can look really differently. If you're creating video or audio content, for your online business, then you need to check out the platform Descript. Descript is an all-in-one audio and video editor that makes editing as easy as a Word doc. Upload media or record directly in Descript to instantly transcribe your file into text. Then tweak the text to directly edit your media clips. Edit out filler words such as ahs and likes and silent gaps with a single click. Record your screen and webcam for presentations and video messages and edit out mistakes before hitting publish. Use pro-editing features such as a non-destructive, multi-track editing, live collaboration, auto-captioning, exports, and much more. To try this platform risk-free, check out the free plan at Descript.com or check out the link in the show notes. When you work with clients, what does designing a business intentionally look like to you and how do you support others to do that? Because that's it's great to say that. But how does it actually look when you're working through actionable steps to build that momentum in your business?
0: Mm, Yeah. And I love this question because. A lot of times I get asked the question from potential clients, like what type of business coach are you? Because some business coaches lean more heavily in the mindset realm. Some lean more heavily in the strategist realm. And I think that I definitely lean in the the strategist realm, very like, you know, action oriented, you know, what does this actually look like? How do we make this tangible doable for you? But I also do marry some soul in there, too. I'm not going to be like, this is exactly what you should do. And I'm not going to listen to any context. But what does that look like when I work with clients? So I think that most of the time when clients come to us, what they essentially want is more freedom. And sometimes that is financial freedom. A lot of times that's time freedom. And I think what tends to happen in business, we start the business because we are passionate about something or we see a need or for a lot of us in the online space, especially like recent entrepreneurs, we start because we want a different lifestyle. Like that's the reigning motivation. And then you throw yourself in, you create that initial momentum, you grow, you build. And then what happens is you find yourself in this endless cycle and loop of serving clients, supporting others, answering emails, you know, make sure the team's set up for success, big or small. And then you're like, okay, but is this what what I really want. And I think all of us have some level of experience with burnout. And I think one of the ways we get there is just we're on that reactionary loop, that hamster wheel of just reacting in the business is not really building what we want. And I'm very, very big on forward thinking, longevity, and where do you want to be long term? And it isn't for me just about like the money, your high cash months you know, how many team members you have, like for me, it's like, are you at peace? Like, do you have the lifestyle that you want? Or are you, you know, in a season where you're building to have that, right? And what are the boundary lines there? And that's different for every entrepreneur and every client that I work with. But I would say that when it comes to designing the business that you want, one of the first things that I'm going to look at with clients is having like Scalable and aligned offers and offer suites, my favorite thing, especially for advanced entrepreneurs, is thinking holistically about their infrastructure and business model and thinking, how do we, number one, create the highest level of impact transformation and support for your customer? I believe one of the easiest ways that you can do that is by having like an intentional offer suite with a variety of offers where they can learn, grow, take those things as stepping stones until they get to that top level. Most people know that as like value ladder, Ascension model, and it can look so different depending on what business you have. But we have to think strategically about your offers, making sure that you're not just looking at the revenue coming in, but you're looking at what's your profit margin. Like, do you have a decent profit margin? Are your Is your revenue decently like outweighing your expenses? Like these are very real things that we need to pay attention to. And some online entrepreneurs, they aren't comfortable looking at their numbers. They aren't thinking long term about like, does this make sense? How am I building for the future? So I think that's one of the biggest things that I work on with clients is their infrastructure, what they're offering, what they're charging, how they are making their offers make sense together and individually and then of course like how are we acquiring people into those offers clients into those offers and then leading them on an intentional customer journey with an incredible experience so it is this holistic you know perspective and that's for like our high level like advanced entrepreneurs and our private containers but I think that when you talk about building a business that gives you freedom you obviously don't have that immediately and so For anyone right now that's working hard, like you keep going, keep the faith and keep the vision. And that's the most important thing. Like you need to make sure that you aren't just in constant forward motion, but you're headed in the right direction. And it's okay if you're working harder in the season and making sacrifices for what you want. Like I'm doing some of that right now. But we do need to make sure that you're not just in constant reactionary mode and you know what you're building and where you're headed. And I think a lot of that comes down to like designing your offers in a way that makes sense for you, your lifestyle, financially and time wise.
1: Ah, yeah, I love all of that. It's so, so important. When you're so if somebody's listening, I guess I should say, and they're like, they're kind of in their business, and they've been plugging away at their offers. And they've they have had some really good successes. And they're building consistent months, but they're on that hamster wheel, like you said, how do do they take a breath and step back to see a bigger vision because i think it's so important to be able to do that and do you recommend people to work in quarters or how do you recommend or do you have any tips on people wherever they're at in their business to be able to just take a minute to take a step back and go you know this is this is a bigger vision this is what i want and this is what i and then to work on some steps to get there because it can be it's it's just an interesting field, right? (laughs) So when you're in the messy middle, do you see that clear vision? Do you do it weekly? Do you do it quarterly? What do you suggest?
0: Mm. I think this is different for everyone. But for me, what comes to mind right now is definitely at least quarterly. Now, if I were to say to everyone, like, okay, do this weekly and you're a mom and maybe you have a side hustle and you have your business and or and you have your full time job, like, You're gonna be like, okay, all right, hold up. Like, I'm I that's not really doable for me to have that time. Like that's a luxury. I would say in a minimum quarterly. I think that a lot of times, like, you know, we really do overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in a decade. And so it's okay if you have like four main touch points a year. We're not in a sprint for 365 days. Like we are. I would imagine that most of you here listening, like you're wanting to build something that's going to last, that's going to be here for a good while. So quarterly is fine. I would say I have a like quarterly CEO day deep dive. I do some of that by myself. But now that I have a team too, I'll meet with them and get their input. But really, if you can't see clearly, number one, like that's okay. I know that there's a lot of people that say you need to know your exact five to 10 year vision. And that's great. And I say that. And I think we should know maybe what we want to steal. And maybe we have some ideas of what we want to look, it to look like. But let's just be real. It's going to change, it's going to adapt, it's going to shift. And that's OK. I think the most important thing is knowing how to check in with yourself and, and really be honest about, OK, like, am I in alignment right now? Like, do I feel peace? Do I feel energized and excited about where we're going? And if you don't, then that's kind of like your red flag. And it's okay if it takes you some time to figure out what you want it to look like, but maybe you start by identifying like simply what you want to feel or what you don't like or what you would like to have. It doesn't have to be this like detailed, you know, bullet point breakdown with action items. I think that when you get there, that's great because that's actionable. But I think when you're in the messy middle, like you said, it's really hard to see clearly. And so if you can just have some of those basic things that you identify in terms of how you want to feel and how can we start bridging the gap between like how you feel now and how you want to feel. And maybe for someone it's like I'm going to start that passion project in my business. Like I want to start creating online products. I'm going to start with this one. Or maybe I'm going to let go of this one client so I can create some space in order to operate within my bandwidth. And create something, work on something that I'm excited about, right? So start identifying like, what are some of those micro steps that can get you like a little bit closer, one step closer to what you ultimately want?
1: Yeah, those are really, really good tips. And I think we need to take a minute to really kind of feel where we're at because I don't think we do that enough. I think we're all chasing that, you know, dollar figure at the end of each month. And if we're not making that, revenue then why are we even here but what's important are the steps that we're taking in between there too and recognizing that we're doing quite a bit and also being able to just relax and sit in those little bit slower moments and recognize that this is an opportunity for ourselves to self-reflect and be able to do some of that hard you know detailed work that we maybe have been putting off and that gives you the opportunity to be able to do that I think there's so many ways to run a business nowadays. You know, there's no clear cut way, but as long as you do it with some intention and recognizing that we are human at the end of the day and how do we want to feel and how do we want our clients to feel too uh, is very, very important, right? If they're not happy and we haven't built those relationships with them, because I always say it's not just about them choosing us, it's us choosing them right who are we bringing into our world and the time that we are really devoting to them to do really good work that matters right and and it shows it shows at the end of the day when we're fulfilled and we're happy and we're supporting people that we enjoy lifting up and they align with our values like that really shows so i think what the work that you're doing really does help entrepreneurs get to where they need to go and yeah if people are looking for support how do they find you how do they work with you how do they yeah get into your world
0: amazing yeah so we're my awakening co everywhere on all platforms our website is just myawakening.co. and i would say if you're looking to just get into our space and our world like definitely check out the podcast the legacy creator podcast we're on all platforms I'm on Instagram often. We have an email list. We have a free resource on our website. So really just get into our face, get into our bubble. Obviously, we offer coaching, whether that's one-on-one or it's in one of our programs. But I am like very available and I love connecting with people. So feel free to reach out. Send me a voice note, anything. And I'd love to connect.
1: Okay, I will have that all in the show notes for people to access easily. But before I let you go, I love doing a few rapid fire questions to get to know who Ashton is on a more personal level. So I'm just going to dive into that. I hope that works. How do you how do you shake off a bad day? Because I know this is like, like I said, this is such an interesting world. And so to be able to show up as creatively and as energized as possible after, you know, maybe a stressful day or two, how do you rejuvenate yourself?
0: Mm. I love rapid fire. I will try to be quick, but I can be long winded right totally. now. My favorite way to reset. I think for anyone listening, it's like, what are your top like one or three things to just make you feel good and bring you joy. And right now it's like sitting on our porch with my husband, having a home cooked meal and just like no devices, no phone, no TV. Being around the people I love with some food in nature, like check, check, check.
1: Yes, I agree. It's a summer season here for us. And because it's so short lived, I take advantage of every moment that I can be sitting outside in nature. And sometimes it's just nice to be in quiet. Like, it's crazy. I think I've turned into my mom. But I totally remember her just wanting it to be like Zen. And I'm like, what's wrong with music? And there's nothing wrong with music. But I think there's just moments where it's it's just phenomenally amazing to be in quiet and and in peace and enjoy that so that's fantastic what are you most proud of that you've accomplished in your business maybe in this past year
0: oh in this past year I would say launching the podcast probably that's been a lot of fun and I think maybe also just really seeing jordan our creative director like come into her own i think leadership and team development is something that i'm starting to scratch the surface with and like the
1: most rewarding like thing ever so i gave you two i'm sorry no that's good that's good and is there anything that we missed that you want to touch on that you know we want to capture before we sign off today
0: i don't think so i hope this leaves someone feeling like inspired empowered and um, i just yeah, I hope that this was helpful. And like I said, if you want to connect, I'm, I'm open and would love to meet you.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. Thanks again for your time. I think there's so many important nuggets that you shared. The power of repetition is just kind of sitting with me because it is so important to practice to get comfortable in a different area in our business. So gently nudge yourself to step out of your comfort zone and just start because it's amazing what can happen when you allow yourself to do that. So thank you. Thank you for your time. I appreciate
0: thank you. you so much for having me.
1: Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at May and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much. Until next time.